Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Am I the Jerk video. Now, I don't mean to be a jerk and ask for things so soon into our friendship. But could you hit the like and subscribe buttons down below? I'd really appreciate it. Also, I've set up a channel membership, just in case you want to show your support and help keep storytime going for as long as possible. So if you love my videos or want to have your comments shown like this one by Phantasm, click the join button below this video. That said, our first question of the day is by DesperateLinks427. Am I the jerk for throwing water on a kid who kept doing ding dong ditch? Due to job opportunities, we recently moved into a new neighborhood. While most things were going fairly smoothly, we'd, at around 4pm, hear a couple of knocks on our door. When we went to see who it was, to our surprise, there wasn't anybody there. It was only until a couple weeks later that we thought there could be the possibility of someone doing ding-dong ditch. We just never thought of it as everyone here seemed really relaxed, so ding-dong ditch never crossed our minds. As to not resort to any extreme measures, we put up a sign near the door saying to please not trouble the people inside by doing these silly pranks, which didn't work. Since it didn't work, we resorted to asking people about it, but all I got was that it was some sort of tradition for the kids in the neighborhood to do this to the new people in the area. This kind of irked me as Ding Dong Ditch is really annoying, so I set up a camera inside our house to capture who was outside our door. After reviewing the footage multiple times, I was able to confirm it was some brat who was a couple of meters away. I went to speak to his parents, but they laughed it off, saying kids will be kids. So I decided that I'd myself do something about it. After three days, the kid came back, but I was hiding behind an unlocked door with a large water bucket. As soon as he knocked and turned, I opened the door and splashed him with water. I thought that was that, but the kid's parents came not even 10 minutes later, demanding as to why I soaked their kid in water. I tried to justify my reasoning, but to no avail. I'm conflicted slash feel like a jerk, as I myself used a petty way of getting that kid to stop annoying us. I would love to hear your opinions on this as well. To me, considering the kid kept doing it, it was a repeat offense, the parents didn't want to do anything about it, and the worst thing about it is the kid's clothes got wet, I don't think OP's a jerk. The kid was annoying and kept going on and on and on about it, just knock it off after a while. The only way in my eyes that OP would actually be a jerk is if they were waiting with like boiling water or like a stink spray. Was it petty? Sure. But was it actually kind of understandable? Yeah, the kid was being annoying. And trespassing. What do you guys think? If some kid's doing ding dong ditch over and over, their parents won't do anything about it, do you think splashing them with a bucket of water is too much? Or do you think that they had it coming? Let me know what you think in the comments down below. Our next question is by Alt. Am I the jerk for insulting my sister, 35-year-old female, after she photoshopped my daughter's, 14-year-old female, pictures? I, 37-year-old female, have a little sister named Valerie and a wonderful daughter named Lucy. 
As Lucy entered her teen years, she's become a lot more self-conscious. She constantly compares herself to friends at school, celebrities, etc. I currently have her attending therapy, and I also try my best to remind her that she's beautiful just the way she is. Valerie took her daughter and Lucy to the mall yesterday. When Lucy got back home, I asked her how her day went. She smiled and said that she had a good time. About three hours later, I went into Lucy's room to put some of her clothes away. When I opened her door, I saw Lucy laying in her bed crying. I asked her what happened. She pulled out her phone and showed me some pics that Valerie had posted on social media. Valerie had posted pics of herself, her daughter, and Lucy hanging out at the mall. Lucy then pointed out that Valerie had obviously photoshopped her. She made her complexion clearer, her teeth whiter, and even slimmed in her waist. Lucy also pointed out that Valerie only photoshopped her in the pics. Lucy dropped her phone on the ground and cried her eyes out. Eventually, Lucy told me that she just wanted to be alone for a while. I left and went outside because I was ready to unleash on Valerie. I called her and demanded to know why she would alter Lucy's image. She got defensive and said, last time I checked, I could post whatever I want on my account. I told her about how crushed Lucy was when she saw the pics. Valerie doubled down and told me that she's simply making Lucy look better. I told her that Lucy's fine just the way she is and I don't appreciate her destroying Lucy's confidence. We kept yelling at each other and things continued to escalate. Valerie yelled that she doesn't want her daughter around Lucy because I'm a drama queen. I yelled back, good, I don't want my daughter to be around a dollar store Instagram salute anyway. She told me to go freak myself, hung up on me, and blocked me everywhere. I haven't mentioned this conversation to Lucy because she's stressed out enough already. My husband said that I went too far and that I should have been more mature since I'm the big sister. Am I the jerk? As always with these stories, the point is to try and judge whether or not OP was being a jerk. The categories are OP's the jerk, OP's not the jerk, everyone's a jerk, there's no jerks at all, or there's not enough info. To me, I would say OP's not the jerk. I definitely get that nowadays with social media, face tuning and all kinds of altering is becoming more and more a normal thing, but they're a 14 year old girl, isn't it weird in general to be like photoshopping and altering them at all? Let alone only photoshopping them specifically. That's not very subtle and it's definitely a jerk move. You might as well just be saying that you think they're ugly to their face at that point. So I don't think OP was being a jerk. Our next question's by AITA Clingy Wife. Am I the jerk for clinging to my husband at a party and not letting someone speak to him privately? We were invited to a party on Saturday, but I really didn't want to go. I'm pregnant and I feel tired and emotional all of the time, and the last thing I wanted to do was spend time at this party. Usually in these types of parties, there's a signal which tells the majority of us to disappear while a select few discuss business. I hate it because when my husband's around, everyone is perfectly nice. But the second I'm alone, some people can be extremely catty. I told my husband I didn't want to go, but he told me it was important for him to go and he promised not to leave my side the entire time. So we went and then the signal came and everyone not wanted was getting up to leave, but my husband kept his arm around my waist so I couldn't exactly leave. And it was awkward as heck because it was obvious they wanted to talk privately and my husband was acting like it was no big deal and ignoring the awkwardness. 
It happened a few times during the night, but he kept his promise and stayed near me the entire time. This one man Frank was getting visibly frustrated that I wasn't disappearing, and he kept indirectly trying to tell my husband he wanted to speak to him privately, but my husband was acting like he didn't get the hint. Then at one point, I needed to use the restroom, so I excused myself and Frank's wife followed me there and told me off for clinging to my husband and not giving him and Frank some time to talk privately. She asked me if I would just give them 30 minutes because Frank had something important he needed to discuss with my husband. I'm friends with his wife, so I felt bad, but I said no and went straight back to my husband. Frank and his wife were giving me dirty looks for the rest of the evening, and the next morning, my sister-in-law told me Frank's wife was complaining about me to people for how I behaved. Am I the jerk? I get whatever they want to talk about. If it's private, sure. But if Frank goes up to the husband and says, hey, I've got some interesting things to discuss, could we talk privately? The husband says something like, sure, go ahead. Or maybe they say something like, now's not the greatest time and spending time with my wife for the evening. Then they should kind of get it and work around that. If they're not on the job and getting paid to discuss it right then and there, then I think Frank and his wife are just entitled. They don't own that time and they don't get to just expect that people give that time up to discuss business just because they want to because they happen to be at the party together. This next question is by OKDoubt2810. Am I the jerk for choosing to live in a city which will make it nearly impossible for my ex to see his child? I, 28-year-old female, got divorced from my ex-husband John, 38-year-old male, of six years in June this year. In 2019, I was diagnosed with PCOS and after multiple treatments and many complications, was told that I probably wouldn't be able to have a child naturally. We'd been trying to have a baby for three years and, as expected, this devastated us. Our marriage suffered because, while I eventually made my peace with the situation, John couldn't seem to get past it. I suggested fostering an adoption, but his heart wasn't in it anymore. After months of hostility, zero intimacy, and withdrawn affection, I asked for couples therapy. He responded that he'd rather have a divorce. He said he'd been checked out for a while and there was no point dragging things out. I was heartbroken and it didn't help that I was stuck living with him throughout the lockdown. I eventually accepted the end of our marriage and we went through the divorce process. I prepared for the move back to my hometown across the country. Shortly before I moved out, we slept together. I know, I know, it was an impulsive mistake fueled by alcohol and loneliness and he made sure I knew it meant nothing. Anyway, I eventually moved back and it's been wonderful. I'd forgotten how much I love being near my family and friends. I was slowly adjusting to single life when I found out that I'm pregnant. Yep, I know right, what are the chances? I told John about the pregnancy and he was over the moon, but for some reason, he assumed that I would be moving back to live with him. When I told him that I have no intention of moving back, but rather raising our child in my hometown, he lost his crap and accused me of trying to keep our child from him out of spite. I told him that he could move if he wanted to be closer to his child, but he insisted that he wouldn't be able to find work out here, that it made more sense for me to move back because I've only been at my new job for a few weeks, and it wouldn't be as much of a sacrifice as leaving the job he's had for 11 years. He offered to pay for the move, a new apartment, etc., but I turned it down and explained that if I stay, 
I'll be able to keep working because my family's here to support me and that my mom and sisters have already been such a big help with finding a place to stay, preparing for the baby, seasoned mom advice, morale and emotional support, and so I feel more confident having them around. If I moved back, I would essentially have to be a stay-at-home mom, which I really don't want. He told his family about the baby without warning me, and now I'm being bombarded with criticism from every direction and being threatened with legal action for alienating them from the baby. I don't see why I should be the one to compromise after having to up and move my whole life the way I did. I think it's great that they want to be in the child's life and they want to be around the child, but here's the thing, if they want to be in the child's life, then they've got to put in the effort to actually be in the child's life. This guy was ready to give up on you and leave and just shut everything down and then the second you say that you have their kid, everything's perfect again and move on back and we'll live together and I feel like there's just too many red flags there. If that relationship already died because they wouldn't be able to have kids, I don't know if I in good conscience would be able to move back on that. I think OP's not the jerk. What do you guys think? And our final question of the day is by Exact Course 1284 Am I the jerk for not wanting to get my DNA tested to make my friend happy? I, 21-year-old female, have this friend, also 21-year-old female, who will sometimes get ridiculously obsessed with a certain random thing and then proceed to talk about only that specific thing for a few months straight before eventually moving on to something else. This time, she became really interested in DNA tests. And I mean those kinds of things that were really popular on YouTube at one point, like 23andMe, Ancestry.com, and so on. She had her own DNA tested and constantly talked about her results. Got pretty much everyone in her immediate family and friend group to try getting theirs tested too. And she's now trying to persuade me to do it as well. Now, I was adopted when I was just a few months old and look very racially ambiguous, so I have no idea who my biological parents were or where they came from. And this has my friend teeming with curiosity because she really wants to know what my ancestry looks like and whether I'm mixed race or not. But I really just give zero freaks about those percentages and have no interest in selling my DNA information to some random company, because who even knows what they'll do with it? Not to mention, there's the possibility of having a bunch of random strangers trying to talk to me out of nowhere because the test told them we were 20% related. My friend says the test can give you some important medical information too, and is still constantly insisting that I need to get tested. She even offered to buy me a DNA test kit for my upcoming birthday, to which I immediately said no thanks and got her mad to the point of arguing with me. She says she can't understand why I'm so dead set on not taking a DNA test, and at this point it's really starting to get on my nerves. Am I the jerk? They're called boundaries, people. Some people have them. OP's definitely not the jerk. It's one thing to say like, oh this band is amazing, you need to listen to them, and another to try and coerce somebody to spit in a tube and send it off to some random company so they can analyze your DNA and then store it and who knows what other extra stuff they actually do with it. It's kind of a lot to just try and pressure and expect somebody to just do. Those kinds of things actually do interest me too. I've always kind of thought about it, but the thought of whatever company getting my DNA and analyzing it and storing it and whatever marketing purposes they have with it is just way too off-putting. 
definitely not the jerk. What about you guys? Would you get a DNA test or have you already gotten a DNA test? I'm kind of curious what you guys think in the comments. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these questions and stories I've read for you today, which was your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories.